Recording in progress. Recording in progress. <laughs> Bonjour, mes mignons. <laughs> oui, mademoiselle. Um, okay, that is not the appropriate response to that. Hello, okay. everyone. <laughs> this episode um, it is what you call in the art world a halftime show or in the sports world an intermission. <laughs> No, it is an interlude. We just want to sit and like talk for a little bit and just update you on our lives. And then we'll get back to more specific topics with our next episode. But what is up? Hello. Well, all as anyone who is listening and might have been looking for episodes might have known, June got really busy for all of us out of nowhere, it almost feels like. And part of July. <laughs> and just well, like life. <laughs> Iridian had a lot of stuff come up and like was not in town, even though we're not in the same town. And so Alex and I are like, okay, we'll do like a little episode. And then we got really bad storms here in Nebraska and we lost power for a couple of days. Yep. So that's the no-go. <laughs> it was an interesting time. It was. Just losing power just like throws you off for like a month, basically. You, I walked into every room and turned on the lights. But the power was off. <laughs> Oh, like force of habit. Yeah, like force of habit. Turn on the lights. So getting ready in the dark at 5 a.m. That does not sound good. Yeah, I like had my phone light up in my face and was like, it was not fun. I was like trying to make myself breakfast. I was like, how do I warm up food in the morning? It was eating cold bagels. Oh, no. (laughs) It's fine. We did not get the the brunt of it. So we were, I'm just grateful for that. So it's pretty chill. Also, you're talking about getting up at 5 a.m. I think um, there's a few people in here who have some job updates or job update possibilities. Who's that? You and Iridian. Jeez. It's true. So, um, (laughs) like they said, we're going to be chatting about what's been going on, why we've been missing for like a month. Um, Mm -hmm. Time is a social construct. You can't hold that against us that you follow it. That too. (laughs) Person, don't call people out like that for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, thank you guys for like still listening and messaging us and like sending in suggestions because they are very heartwarming, like Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10. And it's very encouraging. Well, it also just lets us know because anyone who listened to the first episode, like we talked about how we just wanted this to kind of be a a space and hopefully even if it ends up just being a little corner of the massive internet, right? Like a space for people to learn, but also share and, and kind of grow together, which we're still working on, like how we want to engage on social media and what that looks like and, and better ways to engage with people who want to engage with us. But the people who have reached out, like no, we see everything and we're taking notes. We have notes. not forgotten. No, 100%. We have not forgotten and we're finding the best way to either do suggestions or bring in what, what's being asked for us to talk about or even like possibly bringing people on and what that looks like. Yeah, a few of you had volunteered to be guests. We want to have you on. We are all just scared and don't know how to do it. But you know what? We're going to jump in the deep end, so. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, if you put in a suggestion, um. Like I've responded to one earlier today. Um, if you put in a suggestion, let us know if you want us to include your name or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, let us know if you want 
a response. Marissa, you sorry, cut her off. I, no, I it's, it's, you're good. Go, go ahead, Marissa. <laughs> I was going to say, let us know if you want a response because I've responded on social media a lot of times, but haven't really responded to like the website submissions um, per se. So if you do want a response, feel free to add the note and be like, talk to me. And I'll be like, yes, I need friends. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Or no response needed. And we'll be like, we will not bother you. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah. But thank you so much to everyone that talks to us. But yeah. yeah. So we will start this episode off with the tradition of obsessions of the week. Yay. So go we first. Well, you had something. So do you want to go first or do you want to go last? Do you want yours to be the big finale? I, okay, go for it. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. So my current obsession. So if anyone was like me, a little like stuck in the middle of a small town kid trying to figure out what life was, I used to watch Shut Up and Go. Um, It was hosted by two people named Damon and Joe. They sadly had a split and Joe is now on a Netflix show and Damon is doing his own thing, which power to both of them. I still love them both. But I've been obsessed with Damon Dominique's YouTube channel and watching all the stuff. And me with no money, don't even have enough money in bank account to pay rent next month. Currently, I bought his French course online because <laughs> I'm obsessive like that. <laughs> so that is my current <laughs> obsession. <laughs> I was just watching him a two-year-old video about him talking about how he got his apartment in France and like blah, 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 like breaking down like the European romanticization of thinking it's better when like they were not letting him rent an apartment because he wasn't working for a French company. But anyways, I'm obsessed with him. Check him out. He's great. (laughs) (laughs) I, that's a whole mood though, because like Spend money on what makes you happy, honestly. It's like Like, a little, his vibe is like a little Wes Anderson-y. Like the way he shoots kind of style. So I I bet you would like him Meridian. Yeah. I really like Wes Anderson's style. Yeah. Um, We dressed up as Mr. and Mrs. Fox for like three years in a row for Halloween. So cute. (laughs) cute. (laughs) Alex, what's your obsession? Alex? (laughs) Somehow we have lost a third of the show. Okay, so Alex just disconnected from the call, everyone. Um, this is technology is the best of it. Her little connector to her phone doesn't work. So when it wiggles, she disconnects, I guess. So <laughs> that's a thing. I can tell you my obsession. Oh, wait. She's connecting. Can you oh. all hear me? Yay, yeah, we, we can, can hear, hear you now. I was talking the whole time. <laughs> I heard I her like, talking in the other cut- room. I was like, why do they keep cutting me off? <laughs> I heard her talking like in the room bitches. and I was like, I was literally like, did she take a phone call? That's so rude. <laughs> she did not take a phone call. Marissa, when you were talking, I thought Aridium was laughing <laughs> at my joke. Because <laughs> I said, I had said, um, talk to me in French like you do to the other French girls. Like kind oh of make God. a like, <laughs> I get the joke. You don't have to explain it to the audience. Oh, no, no, what the who the trying to make is. a play on on the, the painting joke, and then Aridium was like, No, like, yeah, you 100 should be able to buy French courses if that makes you happy. And I, <laughs> I thought she was like laughing at my joke a little bit, and I was like, Oh, she changed the subject really quick. <laughs> wow, and I just wanted really to today. 
I wanted to throw out for anyone who heard Marissa say Wes Anderson. Th- that went over my head, even though I, I, when they started talking about the, the like the films, I was like, oh, okay. But like, Marissa and Iridian are all fancy and know things that I don't know. So I'm if you're cultured, okay, speak in French then. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can speak French a little bit. Marissa and Iridian, go. The whole podcast in French. I actually don't know how good my French is anymore. I can understand it really well, though. C'est pas. C'est pas. I can speak in sign language during all of this, so. Ooh. Not really. That's that's my next goal. I really want to learn ASL. ASL is my favorite language. I think it's, it's so, like, useful, like, when I used to work at the movie theater, um, we would have open caption night, which honestly, should Mate, be all movies caption. should be captioned every, yeah. Every time yeah. I watched the majority of my movies in everything I watch in open caption uh, or closed yeah. captioning. Yeah. And like, we would have open caption night and, uh, we would have a lot of people from the deaf, deaf community come in and like it, we only had one supervisor that frequently spoke ASL and would mm-hmm. be able to communicate and like the difference that it made was like incredible yeah. I just I really want to learn well if oh, anyone's yeah. ever like looked up how people who need captions typically get to go to movies a lot of movie theaters have like individual caption readers that you have to like hook onto your armchair mm-hmm. so they're you spend like the time like looking down at the caption reader and then like it's hard to look at the screen and read the captions yeah and then like your neck hurts because you're like you're looking down the whole time instead of like watching the whole movie so that's why I just think all movies should just be captioned if words on the screen interrupt Thanos destroying the world you need to get a little more creative I think yeah also <laughs> like um that says a lot about people that probably don't watch things in foreign languages. Like, mm-hmm. like, do you remember when Parasite won like all those awards? Yeah. yeah. And like, it was like the first time a foreign film won anything. And yeah, we were, like, quotes are on foreign film. Yeah. Foreign film. We're so uncultured because we don't like anything yeah. that's not in English, but. Which also, to be honest, the, the, I could probably watch a movie in another language without captions and get the gist of it. I cannot understand British people on Love Island. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone gets that reference, that is a popular dating love show. But anyways, Alex, what's your obsession of the week? (laughs) Well, this is a a, a great question, right? I I love a lot of things about the world and life. I really appreciate how a lot of state governments are trying to take away the right to education and history um, Ooh, outside of one. that <laughs> though. <laughs> no, my obsession, I would say I've been binging two TV shows. I've been binging Manifest and Demon Slayer. Very different, very different shows, right? Like one's an anime where I'm reading captions and I have to make sure I'm paying full attention. The other is kind of like a sci-fi drama type vibe. Both super good. I love obsessed it. with both of them so she's, she's already ruined both of them for me I can never watch them this is not true I've asked Marissa to watch every single show that I watch with me and she refuses Are we mute, watch- her, mute her <laughs> she said this is not true you all know those are good is my love language and I'll be like Marissa do you want to come watch this do you, like, I come watch next to you the other day 
no, you fell asleep in the living room. (laughs) Yeah, I got, I worked at 4 a.m. What do you want from me? That was our quality bonding time. Quality time is, is a big one for me too, though. Yeah, which- Marissa and I live together, so we don't need more quality time, but I have <laughs> offered to let her watch every show with me. So Marissa, don't come at me because I'm going to, I'm going to air your business with the receipts of me offering to, to let you watch shows with me. <laughs> Pourquoi? <laughs> your Bib- little, little French. <laughs> Rudy, Baguette. what's your obsession of the week? <laughs> okay. Um, it's. It's not that exciting, but it's pretty exciting. Okay. I'm excited. Um, I'm ready. So just a forewarning, I am vaccinated. So no one come at me, but um, unless you want to, I understand. Come at her. We, hugs. <laughs> um, my mom had never been on vacation before. So she planned a vacation for us and we went to Florida and we hit up Orlando, like Universal Studios. So, <gasps> yeah. I got a wand and <gasps> we're um, binging uh, all the Harry Potter movies right now. So we are on, we just finished Goblet of Fire. <gasps> it's so exciting. That, you want to know what is really magical about Harry Potter? What? That no one wrote it. I know <laughs> it just is here all of our minds collectively created it and I just think it's amazing it's so fucking cool yeah um you all somebody came at me for saying that the other day and I was like no the stuff that's represented in the book does not represent the the words being spouted by this human now so exactly. I refuse to associate them like the book is a the books are a beautiful story that are about like friendship and authenticity and love and connection and and also, being just everyone, in life everyone tried to be like yeah you can't change your house like we could have told you that all these things were going to happen be just from that rigid structure of the book one no you couldn't have when you were 12 two also the whole point is that all the houses are the same yeah that's the point there's like some little like quirky things but they're all the same like yeah. <laughs> well that whatever was i'm so excited for you what what are your guys's houses? <gasps> oh my god! I have taken the official quiz. Wait, wait, so Aridia, do you want to guess first? Yeah, can yeah. I say, can guess. I guess? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like Alex is a Hufflepuff, Interesting. and I feel like Marissa. It okay? No, wait. Alex, Hufflepuff or Slytherin? I think. I think we've had this conversation before and I was also wrong. Okay. Um, And Marissa, I think Gryffindor. And that is my final offer. Wait. Also, what do you think mine is? I don't know. Go ahead. (gasps) Okay. Do you want us to say what you, we think yours is first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I think. I think you told me, I think you're a Slytherin. But that's the thing, because you also give off Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff and Gryffindor vibes, because the point is that they're all the same. (laughs) I hope you all are getting my excitement through the speakers. (laughs) I was going to say Hufflepuff, because for some reason, like Hufflepuffs have had my heart recently. Just everyone I know is a Slytherin. They're either Slytherin or Hufflepuff, like a lot. Yeah, that too. That's why I'm trying to, because we did have this conversation. I'm now trying to remember. Mm hmm. Well, I oh will gosh. tell you, which is the most Gryffindor thing to do, but I am a Gryffindor. So. I knew it. 
Oh, look at her just bringing the conversation back to herself, like a typical Gryffindor Leo. (laughs) Hey, shut up, snake. No, I wanted to reveal it myself. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) It's always the introverts. I just... (laughs) I, I am a Slytherin. I thought I was going to get, people have been telling me recently they, they thought I was a Hufflepuff from just interacting mm-hmm. with me, but I got, I actually took the Pottermore quiz when it was in beta and I got, I got placed in between Gryffindor and Slytherin and went with Slytherin. And then I took it again recently and I got Slytherin. So nice. like I'm double verified Slytherin. My so- username is so cool. It was, it's Rose Hollow 84 and my middle name is Rose. So I'm like, it fits perfectly. I don't really care for the number 84 that much, but it still is cool. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure though generated the your name off of stuff that you put in, Marissa. Nope, it didn't. I <laughs> I got a Hermione wand um because it's gorgeous and it has little like leaves etched out oh, of it. Oh yeah. And um you can use it at the parks like it interacts with things like you oh, do wow. it has spells and it like turns on water fountains and makes things move and stuff it's so cool did you do the whole wand ceremony too no there's like i don't know or i guess covid could have changed some of that too that too yeah i would say there was a thing where you could go up and like they'd be like this is your wand but i don't now i don't know if it's the same park all the fish are the same to me but i want to go to all of the theme parks build a bear yeah like they do at build a bear with their ceremony when you get a new (laughs) i want to put my voice in bears and give it to people and it just being like (laughs) oh my gosh you all wait i have an obsession i have another obsession (laughs) wait no marissa i'm saying it i'm saying it marissa sorry if you guys heard me yell i had to tell fitz no you're allowed to say no whenever you want to you have the right to say no (laughs) yeah I was telling my dog no. He was he was being naughty. So now he put himself in his room. Wow. How obedient. <laughs> so you all, this is another obsession. I don't know the person's username. Mercy, do you know it? I can look it up real quick. Mercy's gonna look it up while I'm telling you the story. So there's this little girl who's a Leo. And I just when Mercy was talking about putting um oh, shoot. How do you know? <laughs> Sorry everyone, that was TikTok. You know, it just it goes. <laughs> interrupting me like usual Gryffindor okay, okay. so I almost called you <laughs> Slitherdor <laughs> house. probably well, accurate <laughs> I feel very all over the place so I apologize if you're listening and you're like what is Alex saying anyways there's this little human I think she's probably like under four. Um, oh yeah she's probably like two or three she decided that she loved like creepy Halloween dolls and so when Marcia was talking about putting her voice in a bear, there's all of these TikToks of this little girl carrying around these like undead babies and one of them talks and she'll like <laughs> sit at the kitchen table and press a button and like talk with the baby doll. It, was, it giggled it, and she was giggling with it. And then she it pressed the it. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Well, she just pressed it <laughs> and then the, it went, I'm watching you. And she repeated no. it. No. It's, is the this- username is, is Playtime with Parks. I want to say I've seen that because I put it on my Instagram story. Yes. And then she like got a a friend for her doll. Yeah. And the mom was like, what the fuck? Like there's more videos now too. That's hilarious. (laughs) 
I would so, probably freak out. Right. Like, and Marissa, is that what you're going to be like if you're in a bear? Oh, 100%. I'm watching you. And you go, <laughs> Why, why'd you leave me alone today? Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> I, um, what a good obsession, Iridian. I'm really yeah, afraid of dolls. Like, what are you guys, what are you guys afraid of? Like, I, um, the dark people, birds, okay. um, lakes. <laughs> That's interesting. Afraid of love the ocean, but I don't like lake like bodies of waters like lakes. Yeah. But I like go in them. Like I'm not like terror. Like we went paddleboarding the other day and we went in on on it. But for like I like I know I've, a lot of people are terrified of the ocean, and I was like, oh, put me in the ocean, and I'll drift off to sea, and that's how it ends. See, you are I'm the bravest kidding. because I know Alex and I are like scared to death of heights. Like, oh yeah, I hate heights. High. I definitely. <laughs> want to go skydiving and stuff I but like don't love heights but I'm not scared of them like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way to go like take one of those cliff pictures but I'm also not gonna not walk to the edge if that makes sense Alex and I have definitely cried on a Ferris wheel if it tells you anything <laughs> yeah it's the ropes courses <laughs> and the ropes courses you are and when the I- trust fall <laughs> when I was when I was at the ropes course, I literally was like, they're not even that high. And like, I want to do some for fun. I, I, I was frozen. Like heights, like really freaked me out. And like, when you're next to edges and people pretend to shove you. And even if there's like a bar there and you, I don't know what it is. So many people get hurt falling off of stuff like that though. Like why make jokes about it? Yeah. Like my, <laughs> I think terrible. my mom's cousin like died at the grand Canyon what something like yeah some like distant relative that I'd never met but my mom said yeah yeah so I am afraid of um like I'm kind of scared of fish a little bit but like not fish not like the fish themselves just like when I am like at the lake or Mm -hmm. at the beach the fish eating you if something's like around my feet it like it freaks me out I don't know why um, but I really like fish. I'm not afraid, like afraid of like spiders or like yeah. rats or snakes or anything. I think I run all- away from bees because I don't want to get stung, but I wouldn't say I'm scared of them. I love like, I bees. want them around. Oh, tough yeah. girls. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> I'm scared of loneliness. Damn. Oh, very talk- real. Like not to just like jump away from what you said, Alex, like very, no, it's stuff. okay. Um, <laughs> but speaking of fish, so does everyone want a fun party fact? That's really depressing. They can share with people. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Share it with the audience. So, Me, if everyone, audience. I don't know if everyone for a while remembered seeing that thing around the internet that was like, blob fish are the ugliest fish alive. And it was really mean. Cause it's like, why would you rate something? The ugliest thing alive. <laughs> well, fun fact, the blob fish that you see pictures of, that's like a blob they're not alive. They're dead because they pulled them up from the depths of the ocean too quickly and they exploded. That's not actually what they look like. That's right. So, yeah. Fun, fun, depressing actually, fact. They look like fish. Yeah. Like normal. Yeah. Yeah. So would that categorize them as the ugliest fish that aren't alive? No, it's not. They're not ugly. I know that was a horrible joke. I don't think they're ugly either. And I feel so bad they exploded. I'm sorry. I said the joke. I <laughs> repent. Okay. This just went to a weird place. So this is just a chat. This is, 
no, this is just a chat. And I wanted to say, I was thinking, I was like, oh, it'd be cool if we could make an episode about this topic, but I don't want to, because I have, I know I'm not informed enough, so I wouldn't want to partake in it. But the, this is a really big jump, everyone. But the topic is what's happening in Cuba. And it's been really difficult to follow because if anyone's been trying to, you'll know that like every side of the conversation is like nitpicking parts of it and being like, well, this proves that America's embargo is the worst thing. And then the right's like, this proves that communism is bad. Even though, P.S., I don't even think that we've ever had an actual representative communism government because any actual communist government would have the leader step down at some point because there's no social hierarchy. But anyways, there's it's really hard to gather information about it because everyone has, like, there was an infographic going around on Instagram and then the next day everyone's going, this infographic is the worst thing that that can possibly be and is doing Cuban people injustice. And then Cuban people are coming out being like, hey, you all are all wrong. So stop it. So yep. I would love to do an episode on it, but I, I literally couldn't. We love to take people's narratives and stories and use them. I've been saying the same thing about sexual violence in regards to like how the Me Too movement blew up and kind of deviated from the original. We Mm -hmm. love to use stories and manipulate them for how we want them to benefit our ideology Mm -hmm. instead of actually women in particular. To Alex and I, we can say we've probably done it at some point that I, I can't think of an example to give, but white women in particular are like very good at victimizing themselves and weaponizing other people's narratives to promote that. So don't. Well, and it just, it, <laughs> instead of like taking time to actually like empathize and like listen to the human experience and, and like really something. processing. Yeah. Really processing like as an individual, how can I help in my community? How can I help as a yeah. member of X, Y, and Z nation? How can I help? Instead, we just like jump online and say, I want this to represent this belief. And so I'm going to make sure everybody knows that this is a story instead of like taking in the human experience is really complex. Violence and oppression is really complex. It's not as simple as like this or that. And this is not me saying there's a right side or a wrong side. I mean, sometimes there is blatantly a right side and a wrong side, but just like in general, like pay attention to humans. And instead of like using other people's stories to promote your own life idea, Mm -hmm. like that was a whole rant (laughs) it was a good rant well speaking of human stories and human experiences I I want to say like for the past month work kind of picked up a lot for me I kind I started getting like more responsibilities and more projects and and I've also just been like super tired and that's because I need to build myself my own schedule and like actually be able to go to sleep without playing on my phone at night right that's a Leo Sun thing Yeah. So I know the past like month, my, like when I get off work and like, cause I've also been working a lot of weekends recently when I get off work, I'm like, I just want to sit down and like not think. So I know that that's where my mind has been. Like, I haven't even really super been responding to text messages and and things like that. Just cause like my brain text messages. (laughs) Yeah. My brain just needs to make this. Yeah. That just has to do with work getting busy, which I know for Ridian and Marissa, work also got busy. Ugh. And I know when Ridian got called in today and it was her day off. Yep. When you're working a lot, and even if even if you end up only working 40 hours a week, that 40 hours a week is meant to exhaust you so you can't do yeah. other stuff. No one should have to work 40 hours a week. It's no literally impossible to upkeep my house and work 40 hours a week. Like I just this can't is- do it. 
Thank you. Alex and I are like, why is everything so messy? We feel like we're cleaning all the time, but we're coming home and want to just like mm-hmm. not do anything because we're both working so much. Then we come home, we're like, oh, I don't want to have to sweep the floor again, or I don't want to yeah. have to make myself dinner and then do the dishes again. I, I haven't even finished unpacking my room yet. It's been like three months. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like when I get off work, I watch TV or I'm forcing myself to read more. Like mm-hmm. I've been saying over and over and over again. Um, I don't want to like, if I get into the hat, like the swing of cooking and like the habit of cooking, I enjoy that, but I don't like cleaning up after myself, mm-hmm. which I saw a really, really good thing that was talking about whenever people are trying to like get going and get something, they're always like, get motivated. And someone's like, no, the motivation comes after you start. A yep. lot of times it's really, really difficult to start things and that's okay. And I was like, thank you. It's so mm-hmm. hard. Like even when I yeah. want to work out, like I know I'll feel good. I know working out is good for me, but I like have to drag myself to do it occasionally now. Cause I'm so exhausted from work. And then I do it. I'm like, oh the motivation comes after I'm like that was your good. body and brain are exhausted right like yeah. I literally and- I think I have arthritis in my hands from work now <laughs> I mean from most the, of us are clicking. from clicking yeah most of us are working over 40 hours too right like to sustain mm-hmm. ourselves I think I've worked over 40 hours the majority of the weekends the weeks yeah. this summer which all of us on this on this audio that you're listening to live with other people right if I, and like, I, I know I'm making a decent, I'm just, I'm making $48,000, I think right now. I know that's a decent amount of money and it's a lot more than I was making before. And I also want to make clear, I'm making that with two master's degrees and also professional experience coming into this position. Like five years of experience or something like that. So I, right. And I feel like I have a lot more money. If I was living by myself though, I would still be living paycheck to paycheck. The only reason I feel like I have money and I'm able to save sometimes like a hundred or 200 a month is because I'm living with somebody. We're, we split rent. We're splitting our car payment. We're splitting our bills. Like we're still on like a family phone plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's same here. Like I, I, I make good money too. Like just as a single person, like Iranians, rich, rich. I'm not, <laughs> I'm really not. I literally, I, we live paycheck to paycheck. Like, yeah. But, and we, the fact that you're still hourly in a manager, even. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is, um, I recently got promoted. So I'm in management. Whoop, whoop. That's you. right. Me. Hey. I, I, I love like my position. Like it's not, a bad position, I get good benefits and all that, which is really hard to do, but yes. Um, you know, capitalism, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not fine. I can't control it from my couch, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, we live paycheck to paycheck and like, we're not badly off. Like my mm. partner and I, yeah. like, you know, we own, three pets. We don't even have kids potentially for, we'll see. We'll see. But like, we don't, we it's don't definitely going to be four. It's definitely going to be four. You guys will see in like an hour. Yeah. Um, but you don't have like little humans that you're paying for. I don't have children. Which is like a whole other expense. But I'm like, how do people do like this? The system is made to make you struggle. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. Which even Marissa, like you can, you can speak more to it, but like Marissa has been looking for other jobs to like to to make a little bit more. 
because like I know she's been burning through her savings just with I literally have I'm only still here with Alex because we moved a couple months ago because of the stimulus checks when everyone's like oh everyone just went and frivolously spent with their stimulus checks no that's literally the only reason I'm still here working 40 hours a week and paying my bills and like occasionally like I bought myself a necklace and like a sweatshirt I'm running out of money I should be able to buy myself like a thing every month and not run out of money (laughs) yeah (laughs) also I was gonna go for it no you go you go no no it's okay mine's a different subject a little bit mine is too oh okay I'll go first (laughs) who's is better I was just gonna say I was gonna say wait I was gonna say Marissa and like when we're talking about working 40 plus hours a week and then Mm -hmm. having to take care of just like being a human too and then you're (sighs) saying that you're you're looking at other jobs too. Looking for jobs is also it's a, a job. Is a job. Yeah. I had an interview today, but I, I had to rush home to make sure I made it in time for my interview. I also had a pre-interview last week for this job and they tried to disqualify me because I asked for a higher salary, even though they didn't put the wages on their job description. Wages, and, like we live in the medieval yeah. times because that's And then <laughs> they called me the wrong name on top of other issues. So then I came into this interview and then I was like, I think they liked me, but also that they kept being like, oh, our first, second, third, and fourth choice, like we'll contact people. And like, just kept giving me lists like that. I was like, so you probably won't be contacting me if you're saying fourth. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's That's so lot. ridiculous. Did, Pro cover letters. They were nice. And like, I think the person who interviewed me liked me, but yeah, it, they've straight up were like we're underpaid and understaffed for this department and I was like fantastic that's what I love to hear which it would be a really fun job but I'm already I'm 24 and I'm already tired I I'm tired like (laughs) I'm tired tired which I wanted to bring up this whole conversation to even because I know we touched on it a little bit like oh like we haven't had a consistent schedule for the past like month, month and a half, whatever the actual Time dates is a social are. Construct. If you hold that against me, I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But I just wanted to say like, we're, we're doing this for fun, right? Like mm-hmm. in life, we're kind of taught that we're not allowed to have things that we enjoy just because we enjoy them. We're taught that they mm-hmm. have to be transactional. And so then when you think of us doing this for fun, and then you add in the fact that we're all working full time, like I just want this experience to express it. Like if you are also a full-time worker or you're working multiple jobs that equal 40 to 60 yeah, hours. Or you're a pay. student working multiple jobs or you're raising yeah, like, like I, kids. Yeah. I wanted to say all of that to say like, we feel you, right? Like we know that because it's so easy to jump on YouTube or read articles where people are like, get up at 6 a.m. And, and read a book and then work out and then do this and do this. It's like, but that's your life. Like, no, you're not- it's not fun getting up before the sun's up. Mm-mm. Well, and like, that's also <laughs> your life, right? Like you're not dedicating- 50 hours to working and then or if you're a student you're not dedicating x amount of hours to studying like people the things that we see online like that's their life and that's how they're able to sustain themselves and feed themselves when you have a a nine to five or midnight shifts or whatever you have other ways to feed yourself and then you also want to have hobbies like having a podcast doing youtube streaming um learning to rollerblade like when you have all these other things learning a language it's hard to even do them right Yeah. yeah like because we're, we're told we're basically taught or like the, the way that stuff is set up is like the intention is that you don't have things that bring you joy, right? That your joy is supposed to come from your money. 
Now I'm Ew. depressed. Don't be depressed. I was just trying to tell people no. that we can relate to them. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, depressed. It's okay. Um, <laughs> which is hilarious because, I mean, that's not hilarious. What's hilarious is this whole interaction because, like, we came on telling you guys it's not we're just going to catch up, like just going to have a yeah. chat. We're not going to talk about anything too. And then we're like, fuck capitalism. Literally. <laughs> this um, is like, what well, um, this is what my conversations are like with people. So like my coworkers, yeah. they always like want to go to the casino and stuff like that. I was like, I, you guys are great. Like I've never hung out with you outside of work yet, but I was like, are you down to talk about just like burning it down? I don't know if they are. And I was like, what are we going to talk about? Literally all of our conversations are like this. We'll be sitting there playing Mario Party or like fucking Mario Kart. And we're just Fortnite. Fortnite. And just like getting all up, like getting our yeah. panties in a twist about the fucking patriarchy and like capitalism and stuff. And like, oh my God. joking about it. Like we're serious. No. It's just that like, we can't get away from it we just keep talking about it and, and sometimes you also interesting got, part oh i was gonna say when she just said we're not joking and then you can jump in marissa sorry okay. um we've all been saying sorry too much you all no we never no, apologize we don't need to apologize do. just um, kidding there is something I, people should apologize for <laughs> i was just gonna say we you also like we laugh a lot too like we're, we've been laughing a lot throughout this whole conversation sometimes life is just so ridiculous and when you think of how ridiculous systems are and how ridiculous systems of power are you just have to laugh because if you don't laugh we're going to lose our minds yep <laughs> okay marissa <laughs> what was it i was gonna say something i don't remember now oh no oh this is a big topic jump you said patriarchy it reminded me so on some of my days off i have sh- I've been trying to read Emma by Jane Austen because I'm obsessed with the new movie, but I think it's because I'm obsessed with um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Because of Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's an amazing actress. Yeah. Um, But Emma's really hard to read. I've never read Jane Austen before and it's hard. So it's really, so on my days off, I've been getting little books that I have and reading those instead. So like I read one about a book about books. It was just like, this girl who reads books on the bus. Um, and then this, <laughs> the other day I read one called females and, um, the author talks about the person. I didn't know this. The person that shot Andy Warhol and killed him is like very interesting. She was like writing like anti-men manifestos in like the sixties. Basically feminist manifestos. Yeah. It's like really it was very like I she's a very eccentric person it seems and like I don't even think I would agree with everything that she agrees with but I was like I had no idea because oftentimes when we were talking about assassinations there's like this person took a gun and killed them but there was like she shot him twice like 15 years apart <laughs> and like had this whole she had like relationships with him about like potentially producing her work and things like that so it was really interesting to read about that and that whole the whole thing um is essentially its thesis is that everyone is female <laughs> and that everyone and that males exist and their their premise is like they're trying to escape like the femininity and like I guess for Freud theory is like that little boys are scared of the thought of castration when they find out there's other genitals but this whole theory is that men long for castration 
<laughs> very it was a very unique book I recommend it on, if you want on the just... other extreme that's so yeah. cool <laughs> I um I what else have you been reading those so I, I read the other book was called the girl who reads on the metro and it was about like using books to explore the world but then realizing that sometimes you just get caught in that rut and don't actually know anything that's happening which mm-hmm. is kind of there's that's one of the the people that that's the little prince social meets. media now yeah that's social 100 100 social media so high key yeah but <laughs> but at the end of the book because i guess i didn't realize it was translated from french my friend actually sent it to me last year um, but they list all of the books that they reference and talk about because they talk about like a bunch of works. And I was like, this is like a whole little guide about like what other books I can read, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, right now I'm reading your book by Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, I was like, what book did, what did I do? Yeah, I saw that on Goodreads actually. I was on there the other day. Like, I, I, that's funny because my boyfriend the other day, I was talking about, we work at the same location and I was talking to one of my like employees and I was telling them about the book and because like, I love Seth Rogen like a lot. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, she loves Seth Rogen. Like she would probably (laughs) leave me for Seth Rogen. (laughs) And I was like, ah, You're like, I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> I just really love Seth Rogen. But that that book is like just his perspective of so many things. Like that, like it's stories from his life. And they, yeah. they're just like so fucking outlandish. Like when he's got into comedy when he was like 14. Yeah. Um, to like how they wrote Super Bad. So I guess Super Bad is oh. based on him, like his life. So like Jonah Hill's character is him and yeah. everyone in the movie they're all actual people like characters from Fitz come on man I'm sorry he's talking my dog is talking to me her dog um, wants to be in the conversation he can speak full sentences it's really impressive um, like planet <laughs> of the apes when he says no that's what Fitz does no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah all those characters are like real people and they got the okay for everyone to like like for their names to be included in the movie and like actual events from their real life like like are exaggerated a little bit yeah but it's like yeah yeah but it's so funny that's funny that's cool I feel like when we start, when we all start feeling like we have a little bit more energy and time again, we should circle back to the book club idea and like, yeah, what that, cause I'm, I'm actively trying to read more because I, I know I 100% have an addiction to social media and that is a very hard thing to break. And I used to be able to sit down and read like a whole book in a sitting. And now I can get through like five pages before I like get distracted. Right. And I don't like that. (laughs) We should, we could do a whole episode called like facetune or something Ooh. oh about social media yeah that's a good idea um this is how we come up with ideas everyone if you don't send in suggestions we just do this and we go <laughs> i like that topic <laughs> i would like for us to do something maybe on astrology soon yes, yes. because I've i'm bad been, at astrology but i love it and it's leo just, season it is leo season Almost. and i got a book um that's like astrology for beginners you should read me on our podcast (gasps) 
Re-hurt. Re- yes. Expose her. I don't know what that means. I like guess mean I stuff about like my chart and stuff. I don't know what your book. Yeah. And I have one about relationships. So like Ooh. Leo's with other Leo's that are siblings or like, um, like for us, it would be like a Sagittarius in a romantic relationship with an Aries or yeah. like yours. We're a bunch of fiery people. We are. <laughs> I love it. I have a book called, I'm looking at it right now. It's called The Astrology of You and Me. And it talks about, um, it goes through all the different signs and talks about like, if you're dealing with someone who is um, a Pisces and they are, you want to be friends with them. You're dealing with someone who's a Pisces and you want to be in a relationship. Um, They're they're your coworker. They're your boss. It goes through all of these different things and how you should interact with them and kind of like, a good ways to communicate with them, which I know it's, it's not like a blanket thing for everyone because we're a little bit more complex than just a, a sun sign, but mm-hmm. it's super interesting because that's the book I was talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's the, the second one, not yeah. the other one they is have, like for beginners, but I have yes. the same book yeah, this, it's so and it's really cool. pretty. Marissa is no longer my twin. Aridian is my new twin. We do have a lot in common. We do have a lot in common. I'm trying to see if Marissa is making faces. <laughs> I am. My coworker today, I saw my coworker out at an, in a public event because I don't know how, but he came up to me today and was like, oh yeah, like you and your sister kind of look the same. Like I, for a second, I thought you were twins, but then I realized what was different. One, we were both masked. So I was like, oh yeah, I was like our hair, like my hair is blonde and Alex's isn't. That's probably, and he was like, no, I could just tell. And I was like, I wear my mask literally eight out of eight and a half hours a day at work so I was like I guarantee you you can't just tell but I was just like play like yeah and he's like yeah like it didn't even look like twins I was like well we're identical twins so (laughs) can probably get through another country with her passport (laughs) I am not doing that for any FBI people listening we have our own passports my picture's just bad CIA international police she has her own if you would like to transfer some of the jeffy jeff's money to my account when his rocket doesn't make it back i am okay with that bro i think i already made it back i think so too but did you see that post (laughs) how did the dickmobile make it down (laughs) did you see that that post that was like hey when jeff bezos comes back do you guys all want to pretend we don't know who he is Yes. Just like, what if we had just cleared out his bank accounts while he was gone and he got back and we were just like, international law, I guarantee you that's not any, anywhere. It's not like protect their bank while they're in space. Yeah. Maybe he brought his money with him. Probably. Ugh. Well, on that note, that's a good ending. <laughs> good ending. <laughs> I just, I, my, I, I know we talk about leaving you all with takeaways or like, not necessarily to do but like action steps I have an action step that's why I started that's why I started it oh okay we'll do yours we'll do yours um the action step that I want you all to leave with is take time for yourself and when I say that I don't just mean like self-care with a face mask and like take a bath I mean like actively use your PTO schedule time that's just for take you take your that vacation makes you feel, hours take your vacation like schedule time that's just for you that makes you feel good where you're not working you're not thinking about work that you're doing something that just feels good to you mm-hmm. I was gonna say do nothing that's a good Ooh, one they both that's are. a good one mm-hmm. doing nothing is self-care I'm very yes. good at doing nothing 
It's a protest to capitalism. Unless you're rich. Do nothing by listening to us. Okay, thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye.